let's embark on an exciting new journey. Get inspired to explore the shallows and the depths with her ocean story. Mahalo for listening from one ocean lover to another. I'm your host, Jennifer Marie, and I'm ready to have some fun on this party wave together. Aloha, ocean lovers. This is your host, Jennifer Alvarado, for her ocean story podcast. Today, I'll be interviewing Allie Horbach. She is Captain Allie, who's host Fun Fridays here in Sarasota. She originally was has been working as a commercial real estate broker for 14 years and moved from New Jersey to the area of Sarasota three and a half years ago. And two years ago, decided to get her captain license as a potential side hustle. So we're going to hear her stories and what motivated her to start mindful healing boat tours here in Sarasota. And I'm really excited to share with you guys. Hi, Allie. Hey, Jennifer. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for thank you for joining. Yeah, of course. So let's. Uh, I like to ask people first why Sarasota. Like, what out of all the coastline in Florida, why here? Yeah. So I was connected to Sarasota previously. My parents have had a house here since I was probably ten or eleven. So we've spent a lot of summers here. My dad always had a boat. We were on the water a lot here. And I lived here actually briefly in my 20s and moved back to New Jersey when I had my son. And about three years ago, uh, well, my sister's daughter was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy more than three years ago, about probably seven years ago. And uh, we just decided at one point, I had this idea that it would be easier for the whole family to maybe relocate down to Florida. My parents were going back and forth. They were getting older, maintaining two homes. And my sister had uh, my niece to take care of. We thought the warm weather would be better for her. So I took a couple of exploratory trips down to see if I could make a living in commercial real estate. And while I was doing that, my family, both my sister and my parents, put their houses up for sale. Oh, wow. They were going to go. So they completely hijacked my idea, knowing no. what I would follow, and I did. They put houses under contract, and I put a house under contract shortly after, thinking I would get down at the end of the school season, and then COVID happened, and we all just hopped in the car and left in March of 20. So all of you guys came down together? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, well, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, when yeah. I moved here, my mom came like a few months after, so... Having family is nice. It's a good motivator. Yeah, we're all here now. And why the boat captain license? Is that something that kind of runs in your family? Does your parents have that too, like your dad? Or you kind of just ventured that out on your own? So I have always been connected to the water. Uh, When I look back, even everywhere that I've lived, even in New Jersey, I lived in Weehawken, which is on the Hudson River. I overlooked the water. When I moved a little bit inland in New Jersey, we were on a lake, in a lake community. Uh, I've always been drawn to the water and and always wanted to be near the water. Uh, In fact, during college, I went to ASU, uh, Arizona State, for a few years, and I remember feeling so landlocked, and I had to get near the water. I just couldn't be surrounded by that much land. So there has just always 
been something inside of me that has drawn me closer to the water. And I had a, a jet boat in my early 20s when I lived here. <clears throat> and um, when I moved down this time, I knew that I was definitely going to get a boat again. My dad had an extra slip in his backyard in on Siesta Key. And I went out looking for a boat during COVID. Not an easy task. <laughs> <laughs> nothing I was want- easy during COVID. <laughs> no, there was nothing available. And I wound up finding uh, the boat that I have now. It's a 21-foot gritty white fisherman on Facebook Marketplace. And at first, we just used it with the kids going out, enjoying time on the water. And my neighbor actually, uh, during COVID, was laid off from his job and had a boat and started, uh, got his captain's license and started doing that as his full-time job, taking people out to tiki bars. And I was complaining to him about my work and, you know, how I was just maybe getting bored and needed something new. And he suggested that I get the captain's license. Kind of made it seem like it was an easy thing to do, one or two weekends (laughs) and you're done. And I was like, sure, I could do that. Well, it was not that easy (laughs) at all. I remember saying to him, I was like, Justin, this was a little more entailed than, than you mentioned. But I went through with it. I wound up getting the license. It was really at that point, I thought maybe it could be a side hustle or I would just gain all the knowledge for driving, you know, captaining my own boat and taking friends and family out. So, excuse me, uh, went through the course, got the license, and I really didn't do much with it. I had the idea to take people out. It was a little intimidating. You take people out all the time, friends and family on the boat, but when it comes to taking paid customers as a captain, there was something about it that was a little intimidating to me. That's that's completely understandable. Uh, Yeah. It it must be a different transition. Yeah. Um, It's a responsibility for sure. You're responsible for these people, and a lot of times you don't know them. Of so, course. Mm-hmm. You know, you're having strangers and sense on the boat. Uh, so I didn't do much with it. I, I dabbled with it. I had a logo set up. I had the business set up. It was really all ready to go. I just kind of had to hit the publish button, and I didn't. I just didn't do anything with it. And um, as I during this time, I was also battling an autoimmune condition, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And it led me into a space of healing and meeting community of like-minded, mostly women, but um, all sorts of individuals in this healing and mindfulness space. And I started chatting with them about how cool it might be to do a yoga class out on the water or just have people come out on the water and experience the healing benefits of the sea. And they love the idea. So that's really where it was born. I started taking out uh, some of of the people in this community on mostly free rides just to network and brainstorm and see what how it impacted them and what they thought of it. And the feedback that I got was that I, I received from them was just incredible. Incredible. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. No, I mean, that sounds 
something right up my alley, I would totally do that. When I'm on the water, I want to be sober. I want to really be present. I want to just soak in all the sounds, smell the air, and just enjoy what I'm seeing. It's interesting because of my healing journey, I have cut out alcohol and sugar and various other things. So when I invited people onto the boat, it wasn't purposely that I think I said, you know, just bring water or bring a drink, not suggesting alcohol. And when I did one of these rides, one of the women said to me after, she said, you know, I live here and I've grown up here and I've been on boats all my life. But this is the first time I've ever went out with a community of like-minded women. And it wasn't about a cooler of beer and going to a sandbar and drinking, you know, in a drunk fest. It was just about the intention was connecting with the water and we did some grounding in the sea and it was all sober. We danced on the boat to music and then up, up and down the intercoastal and it was so freeing and invigorating and there was no alcohol involved. And it didn't even dawn on me until after when this woman brought it to my attention that you know, it was it was so refreshing for her to have that, and it wasn't done on purpose. But I I can see that there, you know, boating a lot of times is about packing up the cooler with beer and heading out to the sandbar somewhere. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> once in a while, but it doesn't have to be on a daily or every weekend. It can it can be on just a special occasion, or you can enjoy nature as it is. You know. Yeah healthy, mindful, being present. Yeah. Yeah, Connecting with people that you're with and meaningful conversations and just having a good time, relaxing, de-stressing and not worrying about a hangover later or how you feel later. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about the sea. Even some days that I go out and maybe I'm feeling a little bit off or, or anxious and I'll notice just by the time I'm heading back, how it's gone. You just have this sense of calm and relaxation that comes over your body, just being out there on the water and the expansiveness of the sky and nothing around you. It's It just really does something to your soul. I, I like to say it's medicine for your soul. Of course, I- that's how I feel every time I'm out there wing foiling or scuba diving, paddle boarding. It's medicine to me. It's, yeah. it's healing. It's beautiful. And so what, what would you say are those huge challenges or obstacles that you faced when doing your captain's license? Like what was really hard about it? Because I've thought about it too every now and then. But I feel yeah. like with my nursing career, working night shifts and then trying to go out on a boat during the day, <laughs> when am I going to sleep? <laughs> like, it's not going to work right now for me. so um what what were your what was your experience like in in going through the course or getting licensed so it was a lot of study i took the course there's different ways that you can take the course you can do it during the week the way that i took the course was two separate full weekends of study um of actual class time so it was 8 a.m to 5 p.m full days i I think it might have been Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and then there's tests you have to take after and CPR certification uh, and first aid. 
work was a little bit slower for me at the time because we were still coming off of COVID. So I had a little additional time to study and take the course. And then it was only after I got licensed that work picked up again. And I didn't feel like I had the time to really expand the captain's business. Um, but getting the license, it was it was challenging in that it was a lot of information to retain. Uh, okay. There is a lot of information in the course to learn and to retain for the tests, uh, everything from rules of the road to understanding navigation, and it can go up to, um, you know, large vessels navigating in um, in rivers and channels and who has the right of way and how to read all the different buoys and things like that, that you might not utilize every day just running in the intracoastal or in the the inner waterways. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're just with your friends, hanging out, to relax. Yeah, You might not use all that on a regular, so that's understandable too. And it's a short period of time. It's like a cramming for a test at school. Mm Mm-hmm. And so your tours, are they, right now you're doing them on Fridays? Or so the business started fun Fridays because Friday is a slow day for me in the brokerage business. It's a day that I can, especially here in Florida, that I can escape early. And I have also a 12-year-old son and a single mom. So I found that it, I really needed just one day without without kids and without responsibility and just one day for me to get out on the water. So that was Friday. So that's where the name Fun Fridays came from. (laughs) Right now, uh, I am doing Friday boat tours um, in collaboration with a woman from the yoga studio who teaches uh, yoga at Evie's Spanish Point at 10 a.m. So we've incorporated her yoga class into the tour. So we will meet people at Evie's. They'll take an hour long yoga session. It's all levels yoga session. She's an incredible instructor. And after her session, we'll change into swimsuits, gather our things. If people want to grab a snack at Evie's, and we will hop aboard the boat and head south down to Snake Island. Weather permitting, we will get off the boat there, do a little bit. I've been studying Qigong, which is a a modality of uh, traditional Chinese medicine. It's similar to Tai Chi, a beginner's level Tai Chi, if you will. So sometimes I will do a uh, small Qigong session that people can follow on Snake Island. They can walk around with their feet in the water, swim, collect shells, uh, and then we board the boat and head back to Evie's. So it's a four four hour tour in total. Nice, nice. Any marine life that you get to see around that area? Oh, yes, we see. What's your favorite? Tons, tons of dolphin. I love when every once in a while you'll catch the dolphin doing their Sea World tricks and showing off and wakes and folds, which is amazing. Um, one one time we saw a manta ray, a massive manta ray, just jump straight up out of the water. That was really neat. Was okay. I'm sold. I'm in. You got me at manta ray. I'm in. I'm going this Friday. <laughs> um, we see tons of birds, ospreys, uh, sometimes eagles, and um, all sorts of different things out there. Yeah, you never know what you're going to see. 
Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite parts about being in the water. You just never know what you're going to encounter. Uh, yeah. Lately, wing foiling, I've seen small sharks. I've seen dolphins. I've seen manatees, just about everything wow. when, you're, when you're out there. I love it. I get excited. If, yeah, as long as the shark's not too big, I'm like, okay, it's, it's a little one. Not too bad. <laughs> I would love to try that with you one day. Yes, definitely. We can maybe combine it because yeah. some people um, actually teach wing foiling off a boat. That way, if you get a little too far downwind, the boat can just come pick you up. So they do that with boats or jet skis. Mm, so maybe we can do a little beginner class. Yeah. Might be a little fun. Yeah. A group. Be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I would love that. That'd be really cool to collaborate. Yes. And what about your son? Does he like being on the boat with you? Do you guys go out on weekends together? Is he into the water as well? He, he does like the water. He's a surfer. So he loves to surf. He goes uh, over on the East Coast with his father a lot. He likes the boat. He loves to drive the boat. He asked me if he could be a mate recently. Oh. However, he's also 12 and a preteen. So his social life yes. <laughs> his social life is taking over currently. <laughs> nope, I get that. My son is 10, just turned 10. So I, I like to ask other moms, you know, how they interact with their children on the water and, and what yes. kind of similarity, similarities and differences that they share on the water. Because my son will have his days where he wants nothing to do with paddleboarding. But if I get his best friend involved, he's all in it. He's like, yes, yes, my best friend can come. Awesome. He gets more excited. Yeah. And all I that. think he will come back into it more as he gets older. Right now, he has just hit a phase where he just wants to be with his friends more so than with mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. That's totally understandable. Yeah. My son is in that whole friend phase and all that. And then um, since we're currently in the month of November and we're heading to end of 2023, any goals for 2024 that you have in mind for your business or any ways you want to expand or whether... I would love to be out on the water more. I would love for the commercial real estate be to become the side hustle and the boat and mindfulness mm -hmm. tours to become the main business. That's that's a great goal to have. Yes. I'm all for that. Yeah. And um, anything that you would like to share, any advice to women who I want to get into the boat captain license and, and start that? Yeah. I would love to see more women out there captaining boats. You do see them, not as often as men. We always get some looks when we have a boat full of women being captained by a woman. Uh, and I would like that to just become more mainstream. It's just more women out there navigating and, and running these boats. Yeah, I feel the same. Them. Just in general with water sports, whether it be sailing, surfing, scuba diving, it's more, all of it's more male dominated. And I would love to see more women on the water too. Yes. Same. Uh, but Ali, that's pretty much my questions for today. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I hope the listeners benefited and learned a little something and maybe got a little motivated. To yeah. Maybe we'll see them out on the water. Yeah. More women out in the water navigating. Yes. We we'll love that. <laughs> love Thanks, Ali. Okay, thank you. Thanks for having me. And that is a wrap for episode number five. 
I'm so grateful Allie could be a part of her ocean story and that you guys enjoyed the show, learned a little bit. Mahalo for tuning in. A rating and review really helps with her ocean story growth and inspiring people on and off the water and hopefully to take care of our oceans. Please reach out to me if you know of anybody who would like to be on the podcast by email at heroceanstory at gmail.com. Mahalo, aloha, and have some fun on the water today.